Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be the jerk for refusing to make lasagna for Christmas? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my daughter that her being home for the holidays traumatizes my wife? My daughter Kayla, 19-year-old female, used to be a sweet kid, but around 12 to 13 she turned into a cruel, calculating teenager only towards my wife. She was nice to me and her two younger siblings, but an absolute terror to my wife. She would insult her physical appearance, her weight, her intelligence, her personality, her friends, her behaviors, her cooking, and anything about my wife. It was constant and relentless. She would undermine my wife, talk bad about her to strangers, post random unflattering images of her online, leave negative reviews at work, and generally acted terrible. We took her to therapists, psychiatrists, and every mental health professional we could. The only explanation she gave was that she hated her mom. My wife and I would try to discipline her with taking away her things, grounding her and giving her stern talks, but she wouldn't stop. Eventually, my wife and I realized that if we let her insult and berate my wife, she doesn't escalate to more than extreme behaviors. My wife did her best and she loved Kayla, but she dreaded coming home every night from work. She had panic attacks and was stressed and depressed for years. She would freeze if she heard Kayla's steps on the stairs. When Kayla went off to college, it felt like a weight was lifted off our shoulders. My wife was happy and the atmosphere wasn't suffocating. Everyone remarked how happy we were. Kayla wanted to come back for Thanksgiving. When my wife heard, she threw up. She said she was too weak to deal with Kayla anymore. I told my wife I'd arrange for a short hotel stay for the four days Kayla would be home. She was grateful. Kayla came home and it was okay. She asked me where mom was and I said she was at a hotel. Kayla asked why she would be there instead of helping out the family, and I snapped and said Kayla being home traumatizes my wife. I said that it was better if the two of them never come into contact. Kayla broke down into tears and called me a jerk who only cares about his wife. She stormed out. Am I the jerk? Edit, my wife is Kayla's bio mother. There is no doubt she is our biological daughter. She initially had a diagnosis of ODD, but the symptoms didn't fit. Numerous psychiatrists and therapists have tried to figure out why she hates her mother. Kayla has stated that she hates her mother and finds her annoying. Our family therapist thinks Kayla has internalized misogyny and a preoccupation with herself and blames my wife for passing down her genes. We were concerned about abuse when she started that behavior, my wife especially. We took her first to a child abuse specialist and then therapists and two psychiatrists. They didn't find any evidence of abuse but the first psychiatrist diagnosed her with ODD, and the second psychiatrist said she didn't have ODD but did have symptoms of a personality disorder, but she couldn't be diagnosed until she was older. Kayla stopped coming to sessions after I made the mistake of telling her that. She never got a diagnosis that we know of. I'm not sure if she did anything in college. On its own, I don't think I can fault OP or their wife, it's just a situation they cannot handle. 
and it seems like something that's just kind of out of your reach as far as being able to correct it to a point where it wouldn't be an issue. Also, hi, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to make my daughter issue an apology to the class clown and telling the mother her daughter is a brat? My daughter, Ava, 14, is a good kid in general. She gets good grades and is pretty quiet at school, sticking to her friend group and not causing issues. I was surprised getting a call today that I needed to pick her up since she got into trouble at school. Basically what happened was the class clown, Mia, was messing around in class and was dancing and singing during class for no reason. My daughter had enough and told her to shut the freak up. No one likes her and she's the reason no one enjoys school. A student recorded the whole thing. Mia ended up crying in principal office they were both sent. The principal wanted my daughter to give an apology to her. I told them no and that we're leaving. This started the mom telling me her daughter needs an apology. I told her that her kid is a brat and she should learn how to behave in class. That if she wasn't annoying as all heck, my daughter wouldn't have snapped after five months. She called me a jerk and my daughter was iffy if she should apologize, so I'm making this. Edit to clear stuff up. This was asked. The teacher was trying to get her back to her seat. This was in the middle of a lesson. She was trying and Mia was ignoring her and kept going. Also, since some people are confused, this wasn't a one-time thing. According to my daughter, she's had five months of dealing with Mia and her behavior. Another question I've seen, does she have ADHD? No idea. Not my kid. If she does, it makes it explain some things, but doesn't excuse it. Update 1. So, some stuff has happened since I posted this. It got out what my daughter did to the other parents and they've sent me email receipts of how many times they tried to get the school to do something about Mia. Most of the parents are ticked. Ava had to go to the principals. The principal has sent an email about conduct in the classroom and a new policy that if kids disrupt a class, they will be taking action. Don't know what that means yet. When you put up with this kind of behavior for almost half a year and you have one outburst like this, I don't think they're the jerk. And frankly, the question is, why is the teacher not handling this better? Our next story is, am I the jerk for tramp shaming a tramp shamer? I admit this is petty, but some mutual friends think I'm the jerk and it doesn't really seem to rise to the level of jerk to me, so another opinion would be helpful. I, 19-year-old female, am not sexually active by choice. Not for any moral reason, I just want to focus on uni without extra complications and I'd rather my first be with someone I care about and feel completely comfortable with. Guys get weird about it when sex comes up. Either they fetishize it, turn it into a challenge, or lose interest. The guys that get all excited about a zero body count are the worst, and it's my number one dating pet peeve. There's a guy we'll call Bob that hangs around my friend group because he's one of the other guy's roommates. Bob has good moments, but he acts like a major jerk canoe when dating or sex comes up Rags about sleeping with a lot of girls, but also looks down on them for being loose. I try to avoid Bob. Anyway, Bob asked me out before Thanksgiving break. Like two days before that, I heard him talking to one of the guys about a girl he went on a date with, and he said he hid it and quit it because he doesn't date tramps. So when Bob asked me out, I said no thanks. He pressed for a reason, and I told him that I heard him talk about all his hookups, and I don't date tramps. You should have seen the look on his face. He said it wasn't really that many and he was exaggerating a little. I'm wife material, so he's not looking to hook up. I said if his body count was over zero, he was too easy to be husband material. Bob lost his crap about it and the friend group is split. 
Some think it's hilarious and Bob got a taste of his own medicine. Others think it was wrong to tramp shame him, even if he is kind of a bellend. Personally, I don't think OP was crazy out of line. I don't think they said anything too ridiculous here. And frankly, if anything, they made their intentions known. Our next story is, am I the jerk for laughing and asking my mom what she expected to happen when she had my thief sister and her scumbag family over for Thanksgiving? My, female 29, sister, 37, is a drug addict and a thief. She's gone to jail because she mostly steals from family and friends. Her husband is also a dirtbag and their two kids are headed the same way. I will not allow them in my house. I'll only meet with them in public. I always bring just enough cash to pay my bill, if we eat together, and don't bring anything else. I don't know why she is this way. Both my brother, 33, and myself have turned out okay. We have educations and careers. We have... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Stable relationships. We are reasonably well-behaved adults, and our kids are a pretty good bunch. My sister just never grew up. She hated rules. She hated that my parents got her to watch me when I was young. She moved out when she was 18, took her education savings account, and spent it traveling around. I was going to host Thanksgiving this year, and my mom mentioned that my sister and her family would be in town. They have not visited for four years. She asked me to include them. Hard no. I said that wasn't going to happen. So my mom said she wanted her whole family together so her and my dad would host. Well, she just called me. A bunch of stuff is missing from her house. Jewelry, sports memorabilia, knickknacks, stuff that would be easy to sell on eBay or pawn. I snorted and asked her if she remembered why I do not allow my sister in my house. 
She said that when I allowed her to stay with me, she stole cash from me and her kids stole my stepson's video game. I asked her why she thought they wouldn't steal from her. She said that I'm being cruel to rub it in when all she wanted was family time. I don't think OP was out of line, and I don't really think OP was rubbing it in. I think they were just pointing out the truth. It's definitely not a situation where you can't love them or be involved with them in their lives, but you have to do so at a reasonable distance in a place where their sticky fingers can't get on your stuff. OP, as far as I'm concerned, has the right idea. Our next story is, am I the jerk for choosing a birthday over a wedding? I have two sons, Luke, 45, and Oliver, 40. Luke has a daughter, Lana, who turned 16 a week ago. Luke and Oliver hate each other. They just have two completely opposite personalities and can't get along because of it. A week ago, Oliver got married for the second time. He chose his wedding date on the exact same day as Lana's birthday. We told him not to do this, but he was determined to do it for no reason at all. Luke wasn't invited to the wedding. We asked Lana to throw her party another day, but she was also determined to throw it on her actual birthday. I don't really blame her because if the 40-year-old adult can't be mature enough to do it, how can I expect the teenager to do it? So my wife and I had to choose between the wedding and the birthday. My wife decided to go to the wedding, while I decided to go to the birthday for multiple reasons. First, it was an important and milestone birthday. Second, it was Oliver's second wedding and I already attended the first one. Now Oliver won't talk to me and thinks I'm a jerk. I don't know if you're ever necessarily going to feel great in this scenario. This is family beefing with each other and you're ultimately given a really tough decision. You can only be in one place at one time. I can't fault OP for going with their heart and choosing the event that they feel is the best for them to be at. Family drama or not, OP's not really engaging with it or creating any drama themselves. And it's kind of sad to see that OP just having to make this choice alone is going to upset somebody and kind of force them to pick sides. This next story is, am I the jerk for saying I won't kid swap over our Christmas holiday? I, 32-year-old female, have a brother Charles, 38-year-old male, who has a girlfriend Claire, 35-year-old female. Claire has a daughter Ruby, 8-year-old female, who has additional needs, this will be relevant, and I have a daughter B, 4. We are all, along with mine and Charles's parents, going to be on a family holiday over Christmas. Claire was originally not bringing Ruby as she was meant to be staying with her father, but her dad is a flake and cancelled so Claire is now bringing her. For some context, Claire loves my daughter which is great. She will volunteer to babysit her. I don't need babysitting as I'm a stay at home mom and my mother is nearby for emergencies, unprompted. And whenever we see her at events, she always wants to play with B. B loves her and it's nice to see but it is noticeable how she'll spend a whole afternoon fussing over B even when me and my husband are perfectly capable of looking after her. But again, she's great with B, so we don't mind. A couple of days ago, Claire and I were texting about what to pack for the trip as I was lending her some clothes. During this, I sent her a picture of what I was packing for B to give her some idea of what Ruby would need, and Claire said she was really looking forward to seeing B. She then suggested for a couple of days during the holiday, we do a kid swap, where we babysit each other's kids for the day, I was immediately not keen on this idea as I've only met Ruby twice and I know nothing about her needs or how to properly look after her. Also, I come on holiday to spend time with my child, not farm her out to other people. I skirted around the issue saying we could definitely do things together but Claire kept pushing me to agree. She wanted her and Charles to take B for a day to go ice skating. 
This back and forth went on for a while before I finally said, no, I'm not letting you borrow my child, you already have one. Claire said I was being unfair and that she deserves a break and to have an enjoyable holiday too. She then said she didn't want to borrow my clothes anymore and stopped texting me. Charles is now saying that she's very hurt that I won't let her take B out and that Claire adores her. I said that's not the point. I'm not comfortable caring for Ruby on my own and frankly I find it a bit odd that Claire's idea of a break from parenting involves babysitting. Charles says I'm massively over-dramatizing and that babysitting Ruby for a few hours doesn't need a degree and I should just help Claire out. Now I'm wondering if he's right. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. To be honest, if I were in OP's position, I wouldn't want to swap my kids out either and I think it's more than understandable when you say, I want to spend this time and experience this trip with my kids. Our next story is, am I the jerk? Boyfriend thinks I'm irresponsible for wanting to go back to my home country every Christmas break until I leave university. I'm trying to keep the details of the situation as vague as possible in case anyone I know reads this, but I'm just wondering what other people think. Situation. I told him I would like to go back to my home country once a year, every Christmas break, for example, for around three weeks per year, and he's very unhappy about it. He thinks I'm being irresponsible. We initially agreed on a compromise of only going back for two weeks over Christmas so I can spend the remaining week with him, but I spoke to my mom who's paying for the plane tickets about it, and she seemed unhappy, as she thought spending so much on tickets to only go back for two weeks was not good value for money. My point of view, I want to go back once a year to visit friends and family. I don't see it as going on holiday as he puts it. I see it as an obligation. For example, my parents will be unhappy if I don't go back. I think Christmas is the best time to go back because I play outdoor sports, which are not available in my home country, and it's much easier to play said sport during Easter and summer in the Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. UK. Christmas is simply too cold and wet. Before I got my pet rodents, I asked him if he would be okay with looking after them while I was away and he agreed. If he changed his mind now, I would take them to a pet boarding facility whenever I went away. His point of view, I'm irresponsible because I'll be leaving him alone during Christmas and it's unfair to leave your loved ones during Christmas, especially as he doesn't have many friends or family. I should try to integrate into the UK and make an effort to become more British by staying here for Christmas and celebrating Christmas. Additionally, I'm not integrating into the UK if I have the desire to go back to my home country once a year. Immigrants who are properly committed to the UK don't really go back home or they only go once every few years. I'll be leaving my pet rodents behind in his care. I shouldn't go away so often if I have pets. Leaving them in a pet boarding place is cruel. So I think if you want to go back to your home country every Christmas break, you have every right to go back. I think if it's something that you feel is an obligation, you have every right to feel that way. And I guess the greater question becomes, are you okay with that being a deal breaker for your relationship? I don't think it outright makes OP a jerk. 
I also think all of his points as far as OP being irresponsible are honestly just kind of nonsense in my opinion. This next story is, am I the jerk for reporting an old lady to the building security guard, causing her to be thrown out? I, 18-year-old male, have a disability that affects my joints, causing me to use a walking stick and crutches. I work in a cafe and also go there for lunch with my friends because they know what I'm allergic to. Well, I was having lunch with my friend, 17-year-old female, and she kept saying a lady, I'd say she was like 70, was staring at me. I assumed I was being too loud because I am sometimes and quieted down. Well, apparently that didn't stop her glaring at me. Soon, I needed the bathroom, so I got up and walked with my cane to the disabled bathroom. It was a bad day for pain and I needed the railings to help myself. Mid-pee, I heard knocking on the door and someone saying, Excuse me, young man, you do not need to be in there. By now, I was done and was washing my hands. I'm very used to people accusing me of faking, so it didn't really affect me. I opened the door to see the old lady stood there. She was frowning. Honestly, young people like you faking needing a cane just so they don't have to work. Taking resources away from people who actually need it. As I said before, I work in this place. I decided to ignore her and walked back to my table. She followed me and sat down at hers. She didn't even use the bathroom, she just wanted to follow me. I texted my friend what happened and she couldn't believe it. Then the lady decided to say, In my day, young people respected their elders. You are a disgrace. Everyone in the cafe heard. She kept saying things about me, and when someone who I assume was her daughter came in, she told her I was the rudest boy I had had enough. My friend who works security came over, we're a pub as well as a cafe. He had heard what she was saying and asked if I was okay. I said she followed me to the bathroom and was harassing me. He walked over to her and asked her to stop. Her and her daughter started denying they said anything. The old lady was being rude to the security guard. Because they were now yelling and causing a scene, they were kicked out. The daughter said, I hope you're proud of yourself, getting an old lady thrown out. This is the only day a week she gets to come here. I do feel bad. I could have ignored it or left. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk and they should not feel bad at all. This person does not deserve to be harassing people at all. Honestly, even if they were faking using a cane, what does it matter? It's not like they were going around panhandling or something. And God forbid there's plenty of people who go and use the disabled stall anyways without ever having a disability. It's honestly quite creepy that they watched OP going into the bathroom at all. Our next story is... Am I the jerk for telling my parents about what she's been saying about them online, which got them to make her delete her social media account? I'm 18-year-old female, going to name my sister. Moderators asked me to replace letters with a simple name, Evie, 23-year-old female. Evie isn't really a nice or pleasant person. She never wants to spend time with family, and she really isn't appreciative of when we do nice things for her. Evie takes us for granted. When my parents have Evie come to anything, she complains and makes things very unpleasant for everyone else. But then, when my parents respect her wishes and let her stay home, which is most of the time, then Evie tells others how she was abandoned at home and that she's the black sheep of the family. I recently created an account on a social media app, and Evie's account was recommended to me, since her phone number is obviously in my list of contacts already. Important to note, Evie's account was her real name and face. So anyone who saw the account would immediately know who she is, and therefore who me and my parents are. I looked at Evie's account, and saw that Evie had been posting lies about me, using my real name by the way, and our parents. 
Evie basically wrote that we have narcissist parents. I'm the golden child and she's the black sheep slash scapegoat. Her evidence for this was stories where she deliberately left out context to make my parents look bad and herself like a victim. One example was her saying how I got to have twice as many extracurriculars as her and got to go to extracurricular activities three times a week while she only got to go one twice a month. I got two special lessons, one of them being speech therapy which was a need and not an extracurricular and my one actual extracurricular was art that cost $12 a lesson. Her extracurricular was horseback riding that cost over $100 a lesson. The money our parents spent on my art lessons every month wasn't even half the cost of Evie's horseback riding lessons. Another example was her saying how our parents didn't show up to the specific event for her and that they never support her passions. Evie told our parents that she would have to do something embarrassing at that event and specifically asked that they didn't come. I know I could have tried to talk to Evie about this or kept the information to myself, but I was ticked. So instead, I told our parents and showed them what Evie had been posting. Evie and my parents got in a big fight where they basically called Evie out for skewing the truth online to get clout at our expense. They gave her an ultimatum of either posting a public apology, deleting her account, or moving out. Evie deleted her account. I vented about everything that happened to my friend Mia. Mia said she knew Evie was skewing the truth, but that I screwed up by telling our parents because I basically gave my sister no opportunity to explain her side or change on her own. Mia usually gives good advice and views into situations, so I'm worried that she's right and I was the jerk for telling our parents. Am I the jerk? Personally, I think OP's very much not the jerk. The things she's saying were reeking of victim complex, came off incredibly entitled without any context for anybody to see and just smeared names unjustifiably. I think OP was fair bringing that stuff up. I mean, who in their right mind wants to see that propaganda against themselves being shared around? Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying I think babies and kids are gross? A co-worker of mine, 26-year-old female, was talking about wanting children in a few years, and I was just listening without commenting much, when she asked me, 24-year-old female, if I wanted to have kids. I replied that I didn't, that me and my partner were just fine and it wasn't in my plans. She insisted on asking me why not, so I told her I'm infertile, which is true, in hopes she would drop it already, but she didn't. She said there were other ways and I could adopt, etc, etc. I was getting annoyed and I told her the biggest reason I don't want kids, they're messy, loud, it grosses me out how easily they throw up, having to clean their faces full of snot because they don't blow their noses and change diapers is what I imagine heck looking like, and the thought of them grabbing stuff with their dirty Cheeto hands makes me gag. I reckon I was a little harsh, but it is truly what I think and the fact that she was being so nosy about such a personal matter did upset me a bit. She got visibly angry and said I was a jerk for hating kids and I was a child too. I said that yes, I obviously was a child at some point, but my parents made a conscious choice of dealing with all of that, and I choose not to. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not alone in feeling that way. I think there's a lot of people out there, especially in 2023, I feel like it's more than ever becoming a more common sentiment to feel that way. When somebody's pressuring you on a topic that you honestly feel that strongly about, sharing your honest opinion does not make you the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to make lasagna for Christmas after what my mother-in-law did last year? 
I, 30-year-old female, have been together with my husband Michael, 31-year-old male, for 7 years, married for 3 and dating for 4. My mother-in-law, 58-year-old female, has always hosted Christmas ever since I've known him. I've always made lasagna for Christmas and other special occasions. I'm essentially the family lasagna maker, and I honestly don't really mind since I love to cook and bake. However, last year, my mother-in-law decided to make lasagna based off of what she saw me doing when she was at my house, and a recipe she got off the internet. I was surprised she prepared a pan of her own, but didn't say anything and even got a small piece. It did not taste good, and it was barely touched, whilst mine had almost half gone near the end of dinner. That infuriated my mother-in-law, and she wound up doing a rant about how everyone loves me more than her and tried to throw my lasagna in the trash. I say tried because it mainly ended up on the floor. Michael and I quickly left after that, and my mother-in-law has not apologized for it since. Yesterday, she's called me to confirm what I was making for Christmas this year, and on her list of things I should make was lasagna. I politely said I wasn't going to make lasagna due to last year's incident, and I'd be happy to make anything else. My mother-in-law wasn't as polite, and called me vindictive for refusing to make the lasagna over a small mistake. I just refused again and it made my mother-in-law angrier, so she told me that unless I show up with lasagna in hand, she wouldn't let me be at the Christmas celebration. My husband says it's easier to just make the lasagna to keep the peace and I shouldn't hold my mother-in-law's mistake that she made out of anger against her. Word got to my sister-in-law and brother-in-law from my mother-in-law, and they're saying I should also make it, even if it's just half of what I would usually make. I don't think OP's the jerk. I think I would be feeling exactly the same way. If me making that is making them feel inferior and causing this flip out, Listen, I don't want to be the cause of that. I don't want to be roped up in any more insecurity. I'll just show up. I'll submit to you cooking whatever you want to cook. Don't let me drag you down on Christmas. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my son to bring my six-week-old granddaughter to visit me without his fiance? Throwaway, 51-year-old female, my son is 29 and he and his fiance Jen have a six-week-old daughter, Lily. She also has a 7-year-old son that's not my son's child, but I still consider him my grandbaby. I used to get along really well with Jen and told everyone she was like a daughter to me. But when she got pregnant, she started acting weird toward me. Like I asked to be in the room for delivery and she said a clipped no, despite letting her 7-year-old son's dad's mom in the room for his delivery. No big deal, it's her choice. But when I went to visit in the hospital afterwards, she acted really put off that I was there. I figured she was just tired and left after 20 minutes to give her space, but then it continued. I've stopped in to see everyone about 5 times since she had the baby, and every single time that I walk in, she gets really quiet. Whenever I'm holding the baby, she's hovering, she keeps snapping at me over small things, like how I'm holding the baby, had her on her belly on my arm, or sideways across my knees on her belly, because she's crying, obviously she doesn't like that, so stop or snapping at me for things I say to the baby, like when she starts fussing I said, you won't get your own way with me, you can't play me like that, in a baby voice trying to calm her, and she goes, she's four weeks old, how exactly is she playing you? Then she got livid and actually kicked me out of the house one time, because she picked up the baby for making the smallest of noises, and I told her the baby was going to get used to being held all the time as she kept doing that, and she said, well it's a good thing she's my child and I don't have to listen to your crying it out bull. 
Well, I went there on Thanksgiving, and apparently it was her mother's first time meeting the baby, and of course the baby was all smiles and loved her grandma, but when I got the chance to hold the baby, she immediately started screaming and it was promptly taken from me. I feel very slighted. I asked my son if he would bring the baby to visit me without his fiance because I feel like his fiance's attitude toward me is the reason why the baby screams every time I hold her. I definitely think she's picking up on the hostility. I don't know why she even dislikes me now, but asking her currently would be pointless. He told me he absolutely would not bring his daughter to my place without her mother because he wouldn't do that to his fiance, who has never been away from the baby thus far. I told him they were purposely ruining my chance at a relationship with my granddaughter, and he said that wasn't true and that I need to stop pushing my old-fashioned beliefs, which is the first time I've heard of this. Am I the jerk for expecting him to bring my granddaughter to me without her mom so I can have a relationship with her? I think the problem here is I think OP's been a lot more pushy or choosing to involve themselves when it wasn't ever asked for or necessarily desired. Like, it's probably pretty bad form to go to somebody and say, hey, can I be in the room when you deliver? I think that's kind of a thing that you just kind of leave up to them to choose. Criticizing their parenting. There's probably a lot more context and attitude that OP was displaying that really isn't translated in the story here. But I think overall, OP's pretty much not letting them breathe, criticizing them, and not really respecting their decisions or their desires. So I would say most likely the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.